Welcome to the jungle, everyone. It's 8 o'clock. It's time for Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. You are tuned into MutinyRadio.fm, and we are going to get started with this amazing show tonight very soon. It's the Comedy Sleepover. A bunch of comedians all waited in line at Cobb's all night long. We stayed up all night. We had so much fun, and then we all performed for the NBC execs, and none of us got called back, which is unusual, because what funny and amazing people we have for you tonight. So welcome to the jungle, everyone. We're going to be right back here in a few minutes with Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse on MutinyRadio.fm. Dogs barking, you know it's time for Pemdice's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. Woo! Yay! It's gonna be an interesting night. Uh, we're all hanging out, a bunch of comedians in a room together. This is gonna be fun. I'm gonna run around and do some jokes for Mike Spiegelman. Yay! Yay! Keep it warm too. Yeah! Jokes for comedians and for the 10,000 listeners online. Thank you for doing that and downloading this show. Yay! Here we are face to face. A couple of silver spoons. Anybody remember that show? Did anybody like that? Silver spoons? I loved that show so much. Uh, He had that uh, black dancing friend, Alfonso, who could dance like Michael Jackson, but he was little. All of my... I... uh, I grew up on uh, TV in the 80s. I really uh, felt like Mrs. Garrison was the mom I always wanted to have. Uh, She was so nice and she baked all the time and she never made fun of them when they were fat. You know, Mindy, (laughs) she never, she was like, no, it's okay, work in the cafeteria. Uh, I I grew up in Danville, very uh, close to here, Bay Area. uh, A bunch of rich cunts live there. I don't know if you guys have been over there recently. It's kind of like Disneyland. Even the Burger King is like 
special there somehow. Like it's cleaner or the food. I don't know what Free they're Free Wi-Fi. Free Wi-Fi in the Burger King. Don't they all have that now? It's like every, this is the thing that confuses me in San Francisco. Burger King has free Wi-Fi, but it isn't just all ubiquitously in the city. Like what? Can't we just all have free internet? Why do we have to pay for things? Socialism. Yay. Uh, I was, I'm just, I'm just rambling today. Things are crazy. Uh, I, I'm on food stamps. Anybody else, uh, call it an artist stipend? Anyone else on an artist stipend? I thank the government for monetarily appreciating my gifts like no one else does. They feed me. Yay. So good. Everyone should have access to uh, food and healthcare and maybe... <laughs> No, this is, this is turning into a socialist TED talk where like, I'll never run for government. Uh, anybody afraid of the government right now? Anybody scared? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm uniquely scared because I have a vagina and uh, that makes me not a person, apparently. Like, what did I learn about this year's election uh, in 2016 or whenever that happened? Uh, what I learned is that only some people hate black people, but everyone hates women. <laughs> so that's, that's great. Um, Really, just everyone hates women. And I'm worried because I am a 42-year-old woman of childbearing age. This is a real thing, and you don't want me to have a baby uh, because I'm an alcoholic, and I've made choices to not have children because I love drinking on a Tuesday and Friday for every day. Tomorrow, I get to day drink all day. Why? Because I don't have kids. So don't make me have kids, America. Don't do it because if you do... I'm going to need some new tools so I can drill some holes in my boyfriend's trunk so the baby can breathe while we're hanging out at the bar because I can't afford a babysitter. Uh, but what I can afford is an old sleeping bag in a trunk. <laughs> it's safe for the baby. Who's going to steal the baby? The baby's fine. Sleeping in the trunk. Uh, so I really don't want to have kids. If you make me have this kid, it's going to turn five and I'm going to go to some stupid parent-teacher conference and the teacher is going to be like, um, your child said that you love alcohol more than it. I'm going to be like, this is a sippy cup filled with vodka, you dumb bitch. I did not want to be here. I don't want this kid. I just don't want it at all. Uh, and then it finally turns 12 and it starts doing ketamine and I'm like, who's your dealer? <laughs> we can hang out. I can take you to Burning Man this year. It's going to be really fun. We can finally get to know each other like people or something. Uh, and then it turns 15 and it starts doing cocaine and it teaches me that if you've been doing cocaine for more than 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers, you smoke them. From the mouths of babes. Genius. Finally, at 17 years old, this thing dies, you know, tragic speedball, heroin, uh, cocaine overdose. And I'm like, 17 years. That is the latest late-term abortion I could have ever had. 17-year late-term abortion. Uh, that it was your choice, America, to put it through rehab four times. Not me. Not mine. Didn't want to have this situation. Yay! I'm a lady. I can make choices for myself because I'm smart. <laughs> Just uh, don't make me have children. I actually, and I live in a studio apartment. What would happen if, like, if I actually got pregnant? Like, what would would I? Anyways, it's just so scary. <laughs> like, and isn't there something about like overpopulation? Maybe we should stop having babies. Wouldn't that be good? Isn't it a more responsible choice to not have someone else drinking our water? Don't we want water later? They say all oh, the kids drink apple juice. But it takes water to grow the apples to make the juice. Apple juice, that's a kid's drink. Uh, I, I am always, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be poor forever. And uh, well, I don't want to do this 
joke because I did it for you guys that one day. You already heard my death metal poet joke. Fuck that joke. I did that one last night too. I'm trying to be the perfect girlfriend. I don't know if anybody, I know you're married, so I don't know if you as try to be the perfect wife uh, every once in a while, but I decided to suck my boyfriend's cock while he was playing Call of Duty because I was trying to be perfect and it's only like a seven minute game, so I figured like, you know, it's a good balance of time. Uh, and he realized halfway through that he couldn't sustain his attentions adequately on both tasks. So he had to choose Call of Booty or Call of Duty. What would you choose? Booty. Yeah, he did not. <laughs> he, he chose the first person shooter game. I just wanted him to shoot me in the face. The only person he wants to shoot in the face is a 12-year-old boy who lives in Korea. Come on, you guys, let's get these fuckers. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's good. I wanted him to talk dirty to me, and we're, we're both very vanilla. We're very, like, missionary and boring, and uh, I wanted him to talk dirty to me, and he's like, oh, I just don't feel comfortable. And I said, put on that headset, because <laughs> I've heard what you <laughs> say to those 12-year-old boys in Korea. Right? I'm going to put my gun in your pussy mouth. What does that mean? Say that to me. That's fun. <laughs> Role-playing. Yay. Yeah, I do. I I miss my boyfriend very much. He's out of town until tomorrow. I know. It's only been since Wednesday morning, and I feel like it's been three weeks. I'm like, what is wrong with me? I feel like I'm in junior high again when you're like, we've been dating forever, and it's like a week or something. It's like, we have been dating forever. Those four years. He's great. Yeah. Yay, Jonathan. He's camping or whatever with his sister. That's nice. He has a nice family. He has family that cares about him. Uh, is anyone else's parents not proud of them? Am I the only one? Yeah, my parents are not proud of me at all. Surprise. <laughs> uh, but I did have this dream the other night um, where Bjork was my therapist. And I looked up at her and I was like, uh, Bjork, why is my mom not proud of me? And she said, uh, You're made of clouds. I'm the polar bear only steps in the same river at once. Don't let poets lie to you. I looked up like Bjork, that makes... No sense. Uh, she's it's the only voice I can do. It's like the only impression I can do is Bjork. Because I, 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 I can be like Icelandic or whatever. Uh, and I always thought, oh, wouldn't it be funny if Bjork was like at Whole Foods and what would she be, you know, buying? How do you, like, they, the Amsterdamians pronounce it Hauda, but we call it Gouda. But what is that in Icelandic? I don't even know. Chowder. I can't, I can't do it. I have no, there's one other impression I feel like I can do, but I know that I can't, but I like to pretend that I can. Um, I like to pretend that I can do George W. Bush, right? So, like, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I got I to gotta get out of here, you guys, you know, got to get back to Crawford, Texas. <laughs> yeah. Laura, Laura's making taquitos. <laughs> That's Mexican for little taco. <laughs> <laughs> like in my head it sounds super spot on but I know that it has nothing it sounds nothing like that guy I actually find myself missing him things are so bad right now like with 45 I'm hearkening back to the day when silly old George W was saying stuff like I think that humans and fish can coexist peacefully <laughs> remember the remember the Bushisms where he'd just say retarded things and because I think that he always had something in his ear I don't think he was a real person. I think he's actually like an AI, sort of like a strange clone from his father. And he's like one of the, I think they might've used some Area 51 stuff and made, he's not a real person is my point. So he had a thingy in his ear and so someone else was saying it and he was just repeating it. And so sometimes it just came out wrong. <laughs> he couldn't hear it correctly. Hey, yay, we're getting an audience. Things are happening. Dogs are outside. 
Now it's like it was it was a cute dog. I got distracted. Actually, I don't give a fuck about dogs. I like cats. Any cat people in here? It's my cat people. Yeah, cat person, cat person. Yes. Let's all bow to our alien overlords, the cats. Uh, with one arm, the Chinese had it right. Just kind of one arm bow to the cats all the time. I love my cat. He changes my life every day. Makes it just so much better. Uh, we masturbate a lot together because. Uh, my well both my boyfriend and I drink a lot and uh, we're hungover in the morning but I like to, to masturbate when I'm hungover but he's just too lazy to take his stupid flaccid hand and put it on my lower back so I can feel loved you know am I right but you know who will do that my cat <laughs> do you know how soft a cat's paw is right so I masturbate on my tummy and he puts his paw on my lower back it's like right there so soft and then like right before I'm gonna come he, he puts out his claws <clears throat> Just so I know who's boss. Fucking love my cat. He does, he masturbates up against me sometimes. He does this thing where he gets up to me. <laughs> and he pushes his little. <laughs> it's good. We do. I love my cat loves me. One of the best moments I ever had with my cat was I felt him underneath uh, the covers. And my knees were kind of tented. And I wasn't wearing any underwear. And I looked up. And his head was right on top of my huge hair curtain. It was like pussy on my pussy. My pubic hair is so long, it's like a hair skirt. It's like you can't even see anything. It's really. It's, so my, I saw his little head just right there on my big fluffy. I was like, this is a beautiful moment. I love the fuck out of my cat. I know he loves me because I was getting finger banged by my boyfriend, and my cat didn't just sniff his fingers, he licked them. <laughs> Meaning that my cat loves the shit out of me. Or women really do taste like tuna. <laughs> uh, either way, these aged purple lips are a fine sashimi. It's, it's uh, ahi, not albacore. It's dark and purpled with age. 42-year-old vagina. Masturbating for that long, it's like... It's purple. It's weird. Anal darkness. I didn't. I. <laughs> I try not to look at my butthole, but I saw it the other day, and I was like, "What is? Why is it? How is it dark? What is going on back there?" <laughs> nothing. There's nothing going. Actually, there's a lot of things. I don't. I haven't had any kids, but I do have just egregious hemorrhoids. Uh, my butthole looks like someone threw a hand grenade into a deli. It's meaty. Yeah, it's like a bunch of worms trying to escape a hungry robin. Morning, morning times are difficult for me too. <laughs> Sorry. Since I, you know, I might as well just keep talking about my genitals. Uh, I have a weird tiny vaginal fin that's much smaller than my other one. So I have kind of a long one and a short one. It's kind of like a Nemo fin. And I feel like that's where I get all my sexual prowess from. Like that's where all my power comes from is my Nemo fin. Like my one wonky vaginal fin. It's like a one winged butterfly made out of thickly sliced roast beef good food metaphors for vaginas yep no one's eating it i wonder why <laughs> it's too much yeah uh i'll leave you guys with this i i have a dream about meeting martha stewart someday and before i do that i want to scrape my own vaginal yeast and i want to grow it and i want to make cinnamon buns out of my own yeast because i want to be one with martha stewart that's, no one else loves her as much as I do. Cats and Martha, yay! I love Martha Stewart too, yay! Yay! She's like 72, she's fucking hot. She is hot. I actually had like um, a lesbian dream about her where um, we were fucking in her uh, barn with the Clydesdales in the background and then from the ceiling all of this confetti started coming down and I was like, yes! Yeah, uh, that's what happens when I come, confetti from the ceiling, it's fun times. <laughs> 
All right, uh, we're going to sing a song. If you know how it goes, sing along with me. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse, comedy. Clubhouse. Comedy. Clubhouse. Together we will bring our jokes up high. High, high, high. high. <coughs> White Walker, man. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse. You want to come inside my clubhouse? Yay! Yay! I'm really excited for tonight because we're going to do super long sets from really funny comedians who are all in line that one night, all night at Cobbs. We are so dedicated to our craft that we went without sleep and I just did more drugs. Hey, everybody. <laughs> it's just a long night for me with lots of drugs. Your first comedian of the night, super funny guy. You guys are going to love him. Clap your hands wildly for Cole as Sexton. <laughs> Yeah, that was a that was a great night. I really liked the guy who uh, walked by saying how uh, he wouldn't be getting up at 5 a.m. Not with the bottle of Patron in his hand. He couldn't do that. No, couldn't get up at 5 a.m. while he was up at 5 a.m. shouting at everybody. That was great. That was a fun night. It had been a long time since I slept on the pavement. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, moving right along into... And there's some stuff, uh, you know, guys. I uh, I'm a bit of a nerd, and uh, I've influenced some of my young, younger siblings, uh, much to uh, much to their dismay. And uh, one of my brothers, he's a tattoo artist back home down in Atlanta. Uh, what that means is he fucks without condoms. Uh, but uh, it, it's cool. Like one day, one of his clients came in, and she said. I want a tattoo of a bumblebee. And he was like, okay. And this is where I influenced him, you know, when he was younger, when he was a child, um, being a nerd and all. Would you know she walked out of there with the transformer on her arm? Like, you know, the Michael Bay movie transformer. You know, she just had to transform and roll out right at the bottom. She doesn't get too much respect in the hood now. They call that bitch black and yellow. All right. No, yeah, this is all new stuff, guys. Some of it, some of it, a little bit. Nah, but um, nah, my brother being a tattoo artist, uh, recently, uh, Pam was up here talking about being broke, something I struggle with quite often. Although I'm off food stamps now, so I've graduated uh, above back, black stereotype somewhat. Uh, I have another form of uh, government aided subsidies, it's called Mom's House. Uh, I'm staying there now. Much to my dismay, uh, but uh, you know it's odd when your younger brothers, Gazentite, uh, is uh, odd when your younger brothers are giving you. Uh, you guys know hand me downs, right? I'm getting hand me ups. All right, you know I got a PS4, some Jordans, and some other shit, and I'm like, man, this, this something's got to change in life. Something has got to change. But no, it's cool, like, being off food stamps, like, living back in my mom's house. Like, it's all right. I, it's great because I don't date because uh, I don't like sex. I think it's gross. Uh, I particularly look down on ma uh, people who masturbate. Sorry, Pam. But I, I, like, I, <laughs> like n nothing is Pam. I like Pam. But it's like, I just have, I take issue with it. Uh, the biggest place I take issue with it uh, is at sperm donor banks, you know? Uh, you know, being broke, I was uh, on Craigslist perusing, and I looked, and I saw that they were looking for uh, 
specifically black male donors. And I'm like, there is a shortage of black male sperm donors in the world? Man, these white women are off their game. All right. So I uh, I looked at it and it's, like, it's just I have a problem with it, it, sir, as far as you are sitting from me, I would take issue if I was an employee at a sperm donor bank and I know full well that you're masturbating down the hall and around the corner from me. Okay, I just take issue with that, you know, and it's like it's acceptable. Then if you were to come out and get once your hands shook for a job well done, I just couldn't do that. You know, I, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. No, I will give you a fist bump at best, maybe an old uh, sh- uh, elbow bump. That that's That's all I can do. But, you know, another thing, uh, I've been, like, I text my bank to get uh, updates and alerts. And, you know, you know how you can text your bank, like, BAL, and you'll get a balance back? Yeah. Uh, I text BAL to check my balance uh, before I went to this restaurant, and it said, just don't do it. Like, no, like, that's literally what it said. Just like, no, stop. Stop what you're doing. Don't do it. You can't afford this. And I was like, fuck you, automated text message. I'm going to go in here anyway. I overdrafted that night, and then I got a text at 12 a.m. in the morning. I told you, dumbass, not to do it. But you did it anyway. So now I had to live with the repercussions of paying for what should have been a $12 a uh, corned beef sandwich uh, turned into a uh, $12 plus $32 corned beef sandwich. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was an expensive corned beef sandwich. But I had some of my best memories with corned beef sandwiches, you know? You know? I got molested while eating a corned beef sandwich. What? Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, you know, I said I was going to drop that joke because it just, like, nosedive one night. I'm like, I can't give that up. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm like, that was one of the best moments of my life. I'm in a closet getting molested by a 14, 15-year-old Alicia Keys-alike. And, uh, you know, she, all she had to do was just tell me, hey, you want to try a sandwich? Hey, me being six, who am I to say no, right? Who am I to say no? I'm still going to drop that joke. It, it's not working out very well. I'm going through Bluetooth with y'all right now. I'm going through Bluetooth. I don't know if you guys have Bluetooth devices or headsets. Uh, I've uh, Mine uh, started to malfunction. I was over at Bart the other day, and I saw this guy, and he had a, a beautiful Bluetooth headset. It was uh, Beats by Dre, white and silver. Uh, and I just had to ask him, like, man, Where'd you get those from, bro? Just just tell me where you cop those. He was like, man, you, you really want to know. I really want to know. He was like, bro, oh, man, the, the price was literally still, what can I say? And I was like, oh, where'd you get them from? Tiger Direct, Best Buy, Amazon? Like, just tell me where you got them from. He's like, okay, if you really want to know, I really did steal them. I just beat some niggas ass down the street, and I took his. All right, so... Yep, I I uh, I did my civic duty and called the police. Uh, after that fact, after the fact, but no, man, I'm still going through new stuff with y'all right now. I'm I'm trying out. I was like, I'm being bold. I try new things, uh, like uh, religion and uh, and uh, uh, my political views. You know, I'm, I'm being more outspoken about those things. Uh, I'm not. I would call myself agnostic. I'm not really a 
a, a God guy, you know. I don't really. I was raised up around that, but I'm not really about that life, you know. Yeah, I, I said I was homeless once. You know, the theme of this show is all comics who spent the night out in the street. Uh, I was homeless before that. I, I used to sleep up at Golden Gate Park. Uh, I just come out of the Air Force. I had a, I had a. The only way I was able to make it was because I got unemployment from the Air Force, and um, I had a, I had a twenty-four hour gym membership. So I took showers there. And I got my, I paid for my membership with my unemployment checks. I was the fittest homeless guy in San Francisco for all of 2009. All right. But um, let me tell you, all like one time I couldn't make it to the YMCA on a Saturday and I had a job interview. And I really needed a bath. All right. So I went to church and got baptized. Uh, you know, that might, uh, you know, when they called up for new members at the pulpit, I said, Hallelujah. And I got up with, uh, they knew something was up when I went up there with the uh, Axe Body Wash. Yeah, instantly suds to duds. You know, they were like, you know, you only got to get dipped in. No, I'm a heathen. I need to be dipped more than once. Um, Yeah, that's how that shit went, guys. But no, no, I'm glad you guys like that. I'm going to keep that joke. I'm going to keep that joke. But moving right along, guys, uh, talking about work. Uh, For my job, uh, I drive a lot. Uh, I drive a lot uh, for all three jobs that I got. You know, since 2014, I've had approximately 26 different jobs. Okay, 26 different jobs, and I'm not Mexican or Jamaican. Okay, I don't know how that worked out, but it did. It just happened to work out that way. Uh, one of my jobs in particular, I was an on-demand valet. You guys probably seen them riding around in scooters. Thank you, Zach. Uh, <laughs> if, if Zach Wiseman is laughing at you for the job you had, something's wrong. Okay. <laughs> this guy is a professional artist, and I'm just some hack scooting away, <laughs> trying to make us trying to scrape together a living. But anyway, no, um, I was uh, I was on my scooter, and this guy was like, it was an older gentleman. He said, "Aren't you a little bit old to be on the scooter?" I got off and I said, you know what, sir, you're right. You know, but uh, let me tell you something about myself. When I was younger, I used to collect Pokemon cards. Okay? The tender age of 12. I was out there battling with the best of them. But now that I'm older, I'm 32, my tastes have refined. And now I collect asses. And I'm on yours, motherfucker. All right? Aren't you a little bit old to be alive right now? Boy, back in your day, they used to call them rascals. They used to call kids rascals. Now your old ass needs one to get around. All right. I roasted that old man. Uh, he was white. Uh, he was like unfazed by any of it. He, uh, none of your jokes that I, do you not see the difference here? You're working, you're delivering my car. All right. So uh, there's clearly an economic power structure difference here. Oh man, no, no, I like. Um, I don't. Uh, I say it before. Did I say I was asexual before? No. Um, yeah, I'm asexual. Uh, I, I said earlier I, I don't particularly like sex. Um, you know, which is a lot of like it really turned like when I tell black women that in particular, like they get really turned off by it. You know, and it's like 
it's like, well, I mean, there's a possibility of, like having kids, but you know, I don't want to have to like really touch you to do it. You know what I mean? But you know, I was like, um, you know, it, it's 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 a turn off. Like, take this for instance, guys. I have a Tinder profile. I only made it as a dare to get my friends off my back. All right, they were like, you know what, Cole? Make a Tinder profile, get three white stripes, and we'll leave you alone. I was like, okay, bet it's on. I did it. Um, I got three white swipes. My friends left me alone, but the women were still looking for dates. They were still messaging me. So I thought to myself, I want to ask you guys to weigh in on this. Would it be racist if I sent another black guy in my stead to go on the dates instead of me? Like if I sent the same guy, same complexion, you know, is me, who everyone, for some reason, people think that I'm Nigerian. Uh, I don't know why that could be, because uh, let me tell you guys something about my family ancestry. Um, um, my maternal grandmother, her grandmother uh, was Native American. And um, there, were, there, there was a lack of men on that particular reservation. All right. It's all true. We do do the 23 and me. We did the family history. There's a lack of men on that reservation uh, in Texas. So what she did was she she left the reservation and she said, I'm going to get me a man. And she said, I'm not just going to get any man. I'm going to get me a nigga. And she did that. She went to go buy one. Uh, She went to go buy one. Uh, who this man is my ancestor. Uh, she went to go buy him from the slave trade. Unbeknownst um, to the white slave traders, uh, she was buying him for sexual purposes, sexual and reproductive purposes, and uh, she succeeded in doing that. Yes, little known black history fact in the non-black history month. All right, so uh, yeah, uh, I'm gonna end it on this. You guys want to hear a sandwich joke or a molestation joke? Sandwich. <laughs> God damn it, that's how it ends. <laughs> hey, hey, you guys have been a great audience. It's great warming up with you guys. Uh, got a lot of great comments, and Pam's a great host. So enjoy the show about our night of homelessness in the city. All right, that's my time. My name is Cole S. Sexton. Jackson, everyone. Hooray! I also enjoy a corned beef sandwich, but not for sexual purposes. Yay! I do like corned beef, though, quite a bit. has a lot of memories for it, for me in my youth. Uh, your next comedian has been homeless, uh, legitimately. He The whole night that we were all in line at Cobbs, everyone kept saying, where is... Like, he's the most likely person to be on the street, but not that night, which was strange. He must have been doing drugs somewhere else. You guys are going to love your next comedian. Clap your hands together for Zach Wiseman! Thank God I'm not homeless anymore, huh? Really turned my life around. I dress so much better. I live in a hallway closet. It's a closet under a staircase. It's the size of a twin mattress. Uh, I know that because there's a twin mattress in there, and that's all you can fit. <laughs> it's the entirety of the thing. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I um, start playing this tiny accordion, right? 
start playing this uh, tiny accordion. And um, I can't, uh, I can't play the accordion and sing at the same time. It's I just can't. You know, it's hard. So I'm basically I'm just gonna practice on you guys right now. All right, I'm just gonna. All right. It's difficult. It's harder than you think. You fucking try to do two things at the same time. Hold on. Maybe a different song. Happy birthday! Song doesn't have any lyrics. <laughs> no applause. Anybody in here ever have to like shit really bad? You know, you're like uh, you have to shit real bad, but you're like in, in line at the bank. You know, you're like, oh, I'm at the, and then you just stand there and you're like, say, I gotta fucking deposit this rent. Oh! And then like, and then you do that, and then uh, you deposit your rent, and then you don't have to shit for like an hour and a half. What the fuck is that? Can't trust your body anymore, guys. They don't make bodies like they used to, I guess. You know what I mean? I just don't trust my body. It's ready to throw feces out of my body. In line? We've had this discussion. Fucking asshole body. You can't trust your senses, is what I'm saying. Like, everybody's had this experience. Uh, you've been laying in bed for, uh, like, roughly six to eight hours, and then all of a sudden you think you're falling. No evidence to support that at all. You've been stationary for six to eight hours. Then you think you're falling down the side of a building. You wake up. Oh, oh. No, you didn't do it. I don't think we're real, guys. I don't think we exist. Do you know this? Uh, the real universe, one dimension, one single dimension, uh, totally linear, nothing running in tandem, you know? We have parallel dimensions because we live inside of a quantum computer. A quantum computer that writes jokes for the aliens. That's what we are. We are, we are a program that writes jokes because the aliens got too smart and they can't, they can't be funny anymore. Like, See? Not fucking good. Not a good joke. So they wrote, they, they wrote us. We're a, we're a script. And we write great jokes. This is a hilarious thing they, they made. You know what I mean? Like people argue uh, until they get mad in the face. You know, just real red in the face about toilets on the internet. They'll, they'll, they'll be mad about toilets. They're like visibly angry about toilets. I don't care what your stance on toilets is. 
at all. There's no point you should be taking on toilets that makes you fucking angry. You know what I mean? Like, the only reason you should ever be angry about toilets is if someone was on the inside of a toilet and you were on the outside of a toilet and they're like, hey, you're going to poop yourself, hey, and then you poop yourself. And they're not even angry about toilets, you're angry at somebody being an asshole, you know what I mean? People are angry about toilets and they'll argue about it vehemently uh, on the internet on their Chinese slave labor device. And I'm like, I don't know if you have priorities. What the fuck's wrong with you? That's all I'm saying is people, I can't take anybody serious at all anymore. People would be like, black lives matter, and they got fucking diamonds in their teeth. I'm like, I don't know if you understand what you're saying. So I just uh, I started doing uh, drugs recreationally recently. Huh? I've been doing them um, professionally for far too long, you know? All right, wake up, do a cocktail of meth and heroin, uh, get some painting done, then some writing, then uh, don't sleep, write more, paint more. You know, it just gets, uh, gets old after the tedium of the, of the drug workplaces. It's too much for me, you know? So uh, the other day I just did a bunch of heroin, and then I took naps, and then woke up, and I scratched myself, and then took more naps. You know how fucking relaxing that is? It was like a spa day for $10. <laughs> Drugs are cheap. I don't know if you guys knew that. Drugs are real cheap. I can go out and get you a $3 hit of crack. Huh? It's the price of a cup of coffee. <laughs> Much more effective, you know? Spring to life in the morning with a hit of crack. You don't got to wait for it to like go through your tummy or whatever, however you digest shit. Just like a Whoa! train running through your brain, you know? No, oh, you guys don't like crack? Ooh, fucking bourgeoisie. <laughs> fucking assholes. All right. The lowest you think is cocaine? Fuck you. Look, cocaine is still refined by children in the jungle with gasoline, all right? Don't get pretentious about your drugs. That, uh, cocaine is, uh, cocaine in, it, in and of itself, not a bad drug. But the people who use cocaine are the worst fucking people on the planet. They just do drugs bad. Like someone who use the intense uh, focus cocaine gives you to tell you about a dog they had when they were seven for like 15 fucking hours. I don't care. I don't care. Oh, the dog could understand you? Yeah, dogs fucking, they kind of speak English, you know? Like if they use that, uh, that time uh, to say, like, draw Bart Simpson. You spend that 17 hours uh, you were telling me about your dog to draw Bart Simpson. You could draw Bart Simpson for the rest of your fucking life. But now I have to know about your goddamn dog. Nobody cares about your dogs. Okay? Everybody, nobody cares about your dogs. Unless your dog is right here, nobody cares. But if your dog is here, I, that's a cute dog. <laughs> Can I pet your dog, please? Does anybody have a dog here? No. Fuck. Well, here goes my night. My biggest problem with rape fantasies <laughs> is that I always have to play the rapist. Every fucking time. That's not comfortable. I don't want to do that at all. At all. Can I, like, can I at least be like a murderer, you know? I can at least empathize with murderers a little bit, you know? They're just like, well, if you break into my house, threaten my family, I might have to murder you too. 
You don't hear the other, you don't hear, mm, breaking my house, threaten my family. I might have to rape you too. There's no, I don't have that fucking, whatever happened to fucking knight in shining armor fantasies? Can I be a knight, please? Get horses? Who doesn't want a horse? Nobody wants a fucking van. Give me a horse. There's no such thing as a rape horse, guys. You don't fucking tape up the windows of a horse and make it very suspect, you know what I mean? Also, I'm not built for that fantasy. This is not the body type of a rapist, you know what I mean? Maybe, maybe a blackmail rapist, you know what I mean? Like a, well, I do have some revealing photos of your father, the senator. Can I parlay that into a hand job or something? Come on. He's a senator. Well, I tried, I tried. So what kind of yogurt do they put on those pretzels anyway? I don't think I've ever seen that anyway. I don't think that's yogurt. I think that's frosting. You sons of bitches. You rotten cock motherfuckers. This isn't yogurt at all. You're a fucking liar. Fucking lying about yogurt. This will not stand. I will send you emails about your fucking yo- you sons of... Oh. I'm just pretending to be angry about frosting. I don't know. Can I have fun? I want to have fun. Can I have fun? No? Mm. You guys like animal impressions? Huh? Who li- <laughs> you do? Okay, great. Perfect. All right. Um... If you think you know the animal, guess. You know, it's more fun if you guess. I mean, just don't live your whole lives as fucking cowards and guess the animal that the dudes do not. Just come on. That's a wolf. It's a wolf. Huh? Pretty good, right? All right, I'll do another one. It's a wolf. It's a wolf. Different type of wolf. Totally different wolves. Those wolves don't even know each other. <laughs> Completely different wolves. All right, I'll do another one.
coyote. <laughs> Cousin of the wolf! Huh? It's very family. Okay. You guys want to hear uh, more impressions? Huh? Here, okay. Uh, here, here's my impression of uh, the biggest asshole in Palestine. Right? USA! 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 It's okay. That's a, it's a pretty good impression. It's spot on. It's real good. All right. Uh, this is uh, this is actually more of a character I made. This is a uh, this is a uh, Louis Cicada. Yeah. I have I have two daughters, uh, and my uh, my daughters are uh, a faggot. My I'm not saying they're not gay. They're uh, they're cumulatively uh, together. My daughters are a faggot. You know they're a faggot. It's, uh, you guys don't know your bugs, huh? You don't know. Okay, that's fine. Uh, here's a here's an impression of my mom. I'm a stupid cunt. <laughs> and here's a here's an impression of uh. Nope, that's out. I'm done. There's no impressions. I'm out of impressions. I think they should have a national suicide day. <laughs> not like a not like an anti-suicide day. Very pro-suicide, you know? Like they they lift all the legal ramifications for attempting suicide, which are stupid in the first place. You know, let's let's be honest, you know. But the, all those there's like pop-up rope shops, you know. You teach the people the difference between a slip knot and a noose, you know. Just the ins and outs. You sell bags, you know. Wrap over your stupid fucking face. Just drown the, you know. Maybe some uh, some real heavy shoes, whatever, you know. Just all the all the methods, you know. Because I think I think uh, more than promoting suicide, promote just people hanging out with their really depressed friends, you know. Oh, shit, is it National Suicide Day? Didn't John's wife of 37 years just divorce him? Let's, let's go hang out with John, huh? And then they go hang out with John, and John's misery is lifted, you know, for an afternoon. They fucking hang out, do all the things John wants to do, and then they go home. John's had the best day he's had in, like, 20 years, you know? And at the end of the day, John still wants to kill himself. And you're like, fucking do it, John. That's it, man. You experience as much joy as you're going to get. You know, everybody was doing it. Just fucking, you're done. And if nobody came to visit you at all, yeah, absolutely. Tie a noose around your neck and jump off a building. You know, fucking do it. Real good. I always thought that'd be great, huh? Just jump from a real high distance with a noose. Just like stand on the edge of a building on a chair. <laughs> Just kick it out. That'd be great. Great. How are you guys going to kill yourselves? <laughs> yeah? That's peaceful, man. What, in the garage? The old uh, potato in the tailpipe? Fuck yeah. How old are you? How long are you going to wait for that? Uh, about 16. <laughs> Tell you? Well, you got some time ahead of you, I guess. <clears throat> I think a great way to kill yourself would be to uh, hang yourself underwater. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because at least one of those things is unnecessary. You know, if you're, if you're tying a noose around your neck, uh, put it on a pier and throw ankles full of rocks and just, oof. Confuse the shit out of them, you know? I think another great way to kill yourself would be to uh, 
cut your wrists on a roller coaster. You know, nice and deep. Down the street, not across the road. A real fucking sprayer, huh? Just for that picture at the end. You know, those poor blood-soaked people. But hey, you're making memories that day, you know what I mean? Happy 15th, Tommy! Look, we won't be able to get you a car next year, but it will be a better birthday. I can assure you of that right now. I think another great way to kill yourself would be to uh, jump on the Golden Gate Bridge. I think that's a vastly overlooked option. Everybody's fucking jumping off, neglecting that from peak to roadway, ample distance to kill yourself. It's a tall fucking bridge. And if you jump onto it, you die every time. There's no fucking book about the people who jumped on... Okay, that's... Uh, man, I'm leaving. Goodbye. <laughs> Zach Wiseman, everyone! Are you wearing anything under that hoodie? Are you just wearing a hoodie? Oh, look at that. He's not wearing a shirt under his hoodie. I assumed as much. I, it, um, that was Zach Wiseman. He's very funny. Yay! Don't kill yourself today, Zach. Yay! I'm doing it! <laughs> Heroin for everyone! Yay! Just kidding. Uh, or, no, there's nothing wrong with heroin. Uh, it's the fentanyl that's the problem, everybody. So don't worry about the heroin. Uh, your next comedian is a really funny and amazing human being. She's also so gorgeous. I can't believe that you're not like on America's Next Top Model already. Like, and, but you're really, she's really funny. She's just a wonderful human being. You guys are going to love her. You're going to laugh so hard. It's Jasmine Washington. Yeah. Appreciate it. The reason I'm not on America's Next Top Model is because I'm too fat. <laughs> That's the way that it works. I know I'm not fat at all, but I'm too fat. It's crazy. Um, how's everybody? Is everybody good? Good, good. Um, I really don't have a lot of jokes. I just talk about my life. Um, I'm actually a little different from like other comedians because I have a lot of self-esteem. Um, and I have a job, <laughs> so it makes me a little different. Um, man, what do I want to tell y'all? This week I decided I was going to uh, cut sugar from my diet, cut sugar from my diet for 26 days, because um, why not, you know? want to see what happens. That's really the only reason. Uh, I want to see if, like, you know, at the end of the month if I'm like cancer free or something. I don't have cancer, but you know, still cancer free after no sugar. Um, it's a real thing. I decided like doing this exercise, there's sugar in everything. There's absolutely, like, I don't eat meat, uh, but I think there's sugar in meat these days. I think that's the way. I, I was in the bathroom this morning and I looked on the back of the box and I realized there's sugar in tampons now. <laughs> like any way they can get it in us. That's just the way they want to do it, any way they can. Um, so that's interesting. Um, most of the comedians know I recently got married uh, in April. I recently got married. You guys are about as excited as my best friends. Um, it's okay, they're not happy for me either. It's all right. Um, but you know, being married is easy. So I, I'm really excited because um, 
when I was dating people, I, I just, I feel like I didn't date the right people. I used to be really into thugs, you know? And it's, it's difficult because I never really understood thugs at all. I grew up in the suburbs. But, you know, we would date. And so, you, like, for example, thugs are really confusing because you'd sleep with them. And then, like, they'll wake up on Sunday morning and you'll be getting dressed. And then you'll get ready to go. And they'll say, hey, girl, before I leave, I want to let you know you better get your mind right. It's like, what the fuck does that mean? Get my mind right. Do you want me to go to church? Do you want me to go back to school? What is that? Do you want fellatio? Because I know thugs have a lot of words for fellatio, y'all. Do you know that? Do you listen to a lot of rap music? Do you listen to a lot of rap music, sir? Yeah, okay, I'm gonna break it down for you. Um, Thugs, there's plenty of words for head, okay? There's dome, right? There's top, right? Now in a recent song, they're calling it neck. What the fuck? <laughs> Do y'all know anatomy? Like, who, who are you getting neck from? Like, how does that work? Like, who's giving you neck? Like, if you had to describe what I do, it's called, like, tip of the tongue, you know? Just a little bit. A little bit of tongue is probably what it'd be called. Um, but no, I'm really, being married is cool. We've been together for six years, and... Um, you know, like, it's great because I only have to worry about one person cheating on me, you know? <laughs> Such a stress reliever. One phone to check, you know. <laughs> one Instagram to stalk, you know, see who the fuck his pictures he's liking and shit. Just one person. I got to keep up with you. It's like, a, it's like almost having a kid, you know? Except maybe a disabled kid because you have to pay so much more attention. <laughs> It's pretty fun. But you know, like, I think being like, being a woman in San Francisco and dating is hard, but being a black woman in San Francisco and dating probably fucking sucks. I'm glad I never had to do that because um, I was having drinks with a coworker a few days ago and I said, Richard, you're an Asian male. You know, I'm a black woman. Technically, we are the least desirable of all the races, did you know that? Like Asian men, black women are the least desirable. We're the lowest on the totem pole, right? I said, why don't you date you a black woman, dude? Plenty of us out here, sounds like a good idea. And he looks at me, he goes, Jasmine, but they're so sassy. They're so sassy. It's like the nicest way I've ever heard anybody say, I don't, I don't wanna date a black woman, sorry. Not my thing, not into it. And I said, Richard, you know, you probably don't have enough to satisfy us anyway. No big deal. No big deal. No big deal. No big deal. I had to make him feel bad about himself. You thought that was funny. I thought it was funny. He tried to defend himself. And I said, no big deal. No big deal. No big deal. Just brushed him off, you know. What else, y'all? My dad, I, I, my experiences are about being black a lot because my dad's in the 60s. And he raised me to see race in everything. Yeah. Like Zach Wiseman, your last comedian, I even think. Well, first, the first thing I think about Zach, I'm, I wish he was here to hear it, but, you know, it's almost like you just want to sleep with him just to see what's going to happen, you know? Because either <laughs> there's three things that could happen, you know? Either you're just going to blow his fucking mind, right? Or he's going to blow yours. Like, he's going to really surprise you. Or it's just not, it's just never gonna happen because for some reason, you know, it's just not, it just doesn't go down. 
like you make it all the way there and it doesn't. Anyway, we'll talk about it later. Um, but yeah, when I look at Zach, I'm like, man, I'm a black woman and I'm in this position. I have a job. Zach, you're homeless. You had all the opportunity in the world, man. That's how I think about it. That's how I think about every situation. It's like how I think about homeless people, right? Like when I see a black homeless guy, I'm like, oh my God, this guy could be my dad. You know, I'm searching for like food, for money. And I see a, like a white homeless guy. I'm like, dude, you had every opportunity. What the fuck? How'd you mess this up, dude? I'm here. I, what the fuck? It doesn't make any fucking sense. And I keep walking, you know? That's how it works. Like my dad went, like growing up, he was so strict on me. Like he really didn't want me to watch uh, television shows without any black characters, right? Like one time he came up to my room upstairs when I was a teenager and he caught me watching Friends. And he looks at the TV, he goes, what is this? I said, it's, it's Friends. He said, do they have any black friends? <laughs> I said, no, I, I don't think they do. He said, turn that shit off. <laughs> put on Martin. So I put Martin on. That's the way it worked. You want to watch Black Friends, you got to support, you know. Martin's all about Black Friends. You know, when I moved to San Francisco, I, I had a real culture shock. I'm from Texas, and I realized that lots of white people don't know what Martin is. They're like, the guy from Blue Streak? I'm like, dude, he had a whole career before that. I don't, you've never seen Martin, have you? Knew it, never seen it. Damn it. I'll send you the DVDs. I'll get your address outside. You'll, you'll binge watch it. Um, yeah, it's pretty It's pretty interesting. Like my dad, he, uh, for Father's Day, actually got his Ancestry.com. His Ancestry.com, you guys. And we got it back like last week. He was so excited because he found out he was 100% black. He was ecstatic. It made his fucking whole 2017, y'all. He forgot about Trump and everything. He's like, yes. Sierra Leone and he just walks around the house now and says that half Nigerian half Sierra Leone and he didn't even know where that was before we did ancestry he's like when I said you're half Sierra Le Sierra Leone and you mean I'm not from the Congo no dad where's Sierra Leone dad for fuck it dude <sighs> that's the way that that worked um like my dad he uh actually Praise me to be so black, but now I'm so happy to see bad things happen to people who aren't brown, you know? Like last week I was leaving work and I, you know, I work in the financial district uh, in San Francisco, not at the DMV, like some of you were thinking. Um, a lot of people are like, I don't get that joke. Have you, I've been to the, I was just at the DMV, dude. Like so many black women work there, like shut the fuck up. Don't get that joke. I don't get the joke about the DMV. You never been to the DMV? Anyway. Um, anyway, I was leaving work and I was walking with a coworker. She's like the VP of our, at our company. It's very, um, she's actually kind of silly, but this very nice white woman I was walking with. And I saw um, another white woman on Second Street taking a piss right on the sidewalk, like facing the street. I'm not even kidding. On Second Street, taking a piss and she wasn't homeless she looked like she just left salesforce and just lost her fucking mind you guys she's taking a piss right here and i said oh my god did you see the white woman taking a piss 
the white woman was taking a bit. It like made my whole evening, guys. I was going to go out and have drinks after that, okay? Because that's how much I wanted to celebrate that. And she goes, oh my God, no, I didn't see her. I said, did you know her? <laughs> did you know her? Did you know her? And I always, people are like, why did you ask her? Because that's what white people are always asking me, you know, okay? Like when people find out I'm from Dallas at work, and the whole guy in the military that shot the cops or whatever, if that really happened, we'll talk about it later, okay? The guy that shot the cops, they're like, oh my God, Jasmine, did you hear about the tragedy in Dallas? I'm like, yes, it, that's, that's really sad. All the cops, they were like, yeah, did you know him? What? Did I know? Did I know? Like I, like I, I know I'm, I'm, I'm kind of attractive. Like I've slept with a lot of guys in Dallas, <laughs> but I haven't slept with that many. Like I didn't know that guy. That's one. I missed that one. I missed that one. I didn't even get to. Okay. Um. Like I have a, f a few things I wish like white people would stop doing. Like first of all. Stop fucking supporting The Simpsons, okay? I'm tired of it. Who still watches it? Clap if you watch The Simpsons right now. Fuck you, Pam. <laughs> Do you wa you watch new episodes? You watch new episodes of The Simpsons. Is your uncle like the producer or why do you do it? Why do you do it? It's not good. It's not good, okay? Stop supporting it. Stop supporting it. I'm over it. Um, the next thing I want white people to stop doing is when I'm talking about something and I happen to show you a picture of a black person on my phone, stop saying, is that you? I'm like, this is Beyonce. Like, what the fuck? She's holding twins. I don't... This is stupid. This is stupid. Um, stop like relating me to black to black things in general. Like uh, I worked at a startup in the city, and uh, the CEO, he was very intelligent, right? Um, he was giving this speech at an all hands, and you know everybody's like really into in tune to what he's saying, right? And uh, he's like, it's like that Stevie Wonder song. And he looks at me, he goes, Jasmine, what's the name of that song? First of all, not a fucking mind reader, all right? Stevie Wonder has a huge catalog, my nigga. Second of all, don't know, okay? Ask one of the 50 or 60-year-old people. Like, why me? I don't, I've never bought a Stevie Wonder CD, though. Why are you, it's ridiculous. Um, me and my husband, we've been together, y'all, for almost seven years in October. Seven years. It's a fucking long time to be with somebody, y'all. Um, it's a long time. When you've been with someone uh, for that long, you do, you realize that anal is inevitable. <laughs> yeah. You gotta do it, ladies, all right? You just... We've been, I don't have nine years of creativity in me, okay? I got about two more years. Uh, how long have y'all been together? Are y'all together? Six months. Six months? You're on an anal countdown right now, okay? How many years, how creative are you? 
How many years? You're not very creative. Three more years tops. Anal. Three more years. I'm pretty creative. Nine years, I'm going to run out of shit. I'm sorry. I'm going to run out of stuff. Um, but I'm still actually, I'm trying to do um, things to keep our relationship spicy, you know? So I decided I was going to get laser hair removal, right? It's a good idea. It's a good idea. Until um, about two months into it, after a few treatments, probably about three treatments, I realized that uh, hair is what keeps your farts silent. <laughs> you guys don't get it. Hair is, is what keeps your farts silent, y'all. I'm lactose intolerant. I'm not a fucking... Um, now when like we're in bed, like I'm thinking of reasons, like I'm just thinking about ways I can just separate my butt cheeks so that there's no sound. Like in bed, I'm like separating my butt cheeks literally. I'm like, my hand's up here and then I just slip under the covers like, what happened? What? You know, you just wanna, you just wanna distract. You know what I mean? Like we're around the house and there's like a stool, like my legs going up like, you know, I'm just thinking of ways so I just don't make a sound because it sounds like an audience clapping like every time I fast gas, it's stupid. It's stupid, y'all. Have you ever been like at work at someone's desk and you're like looking at a fucking like Excel spreadsheet and you know you have gas and it's gonna make a sound, okay? It's not optional at this point. People, all of you, you have hairy asses and it could go either way. Me? Nope. I know what the odds are, you guys, okay? I'm looking at an Excel spreadsheet and it pretty much, when I, when I know it's about to happen, I'm like, you know, just email me, just email me, email me. That's how it looks. Because you gotta squeeze, I don't know. It's ridiculous. Um, that sucks, but I've recently, uh, I've decided to uh, start watching porn a little bit though, to kinda, I, I wanna let y'all know, I haven't learned anything new, first of all. It's been about six months. I haven't learned anything new okay but um i also realize i'm really picky super picky like the my porn routine is i i open up my incognito window because i'm very discreet right don't want anybody to know um and then i'm scrolling through the videos and i'm clicking i'm like oh my god why is her vagina dark like she's She's Latina, like, what is this? Okay, forget it. I'm like, what, what's up with her titties? Like, I'm like, what nationality is this guy? Like, I wanna know, is he Indian? Is he Italian? What the fuck is this? I need to know. I, by the time I get done with my, I can't even choose a video, y'all, and it's just like time to go to work. So I'm like, fuck it. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, does anybody have, the women here, do y'all have nicknames for your vagina? Nothing? Nicknames? Nicknames? Nothing? She's like falling asleep during my set. It's cool. Um, you know, most people fall asleep when black women are talking at work anyway, so not a big deal. Used to it. My feelings aren't hurt. Don't feel bad. Um, yeah, I actually, uh, I started calling my vagina the chocolate-covered strawberry, right? Chocolate covered strawberry. Damn, Kevin, you you get a lot of chocolate straw. You get a lot of chocolate vagina. You know exactly what I'm talking about. So most of you you guys don't know because I know you haven't had any. Um, 
But I call it that because, you know, it's smooth and brown on the outside, right? Like a strawberry, but when you cut it open, it's pink in the center, right? And it doesn't really sound that great, does it? But when you've actually had it, you know it's fucking delicious, okay? That's my time. I appreciate it. Thank you. Jasmine Washington teaching you guys the truth. I was married, too, uh, for a while, and this actually is a thing. When uh, you're going to divorce your husband, uh, that's when you give up the butt. That's pretty much, if, if someone throws the butt out, that means that they're going to break up with you, maybe tomorrow. It's the end of your relationship happening very, very soon. Uh, my ex-husband, that's how I tried to, I tried to spice it up. He wore, I asked him to wear his Ladanian Tomlinson San Diego Chargers jersey, and uh, I was going to dress up as a cheerleader with no underwear, and I said he should tackle me in the hallway and then have the butt sacks, and he said, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of, and I was like, we need to get divorced now. <laughs> this is this is over. Uh, hey, but we are. Are you guys ready for your headliner? Woo! Yeah. No, I'm, I'm glad that David's actually. Before we get to your headliner, clap it up for David Zunzu Kersher running the ones and twos in the back. Thank you for doing that, my producer. Uh, your headliner tonight is an incredibly hilarious guy. Uh, actually, he and Jasmine were part of last year's, the second annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, and I love it every time he's here. You guys are going to love him right now. It's Kevin Wong! Thank you, thank you. I, you know, Jasmine and I, she was right next to me for nine hours. I spent nine hours with her in line. I learned more about her in the 16 minutes here. <laughs> Than the nine hours. Wow. Well, I did not know that much. Give it up for Pam if you guys could. This, you know, that, that night was, I have to say, it's one of my most inspirational. It, it was the best night of my life. And we were all losers, and I actually felt good about it, you know? There's this because we had each other. And I was wondering, like, why do I spend so much money, like, trying to live somewhere when it was just okay being homeless? It actually felt okay. You guys made me feel good. I'm glad I'm back in the Bay Area. I am. I've been traveling. I love the Bay Area because of diversity. We've got a lot of stuff going on. I, I went out to Kentucky. In Kentucky, everybody is a colonel, not just Sanders. It's a little bit weird out there. Yeah, it's, uh, it's you know what? It's, uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty white. It's pretty white. My, my cousin's six-year-old son thinks me and his uncle are the exact same person. Because we're the only Asian he's ever seen. So I have to explain to him what Asians were. I go, all right, we're short, we're yellow, we're very task-oriented. And you went, like, minions? Like, I was like, yeah, I do work for Guru. Okay. Not as bad as Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, I was the only Asian. I was the only Asian. I was like, what happened to black and yellow, black and yellow? They're like, no, it's just a song. It's just a song. Yeah, I started developing a little bit of a complex about it. It was like, I... My Uber driver, he went, where are you from? And I was like, why can I be from here? Why can I not be a local? Is it because I'm Asian? He's like, no. No, no, no. I don't know too many local Asians living out of the, uh, the Sheridan. I was like, okay. I get that. Touche. Where's the mute button on, on all these Uber drivers? Right? I want that mute option. They, did they have to talk to you? I don't know why. I've taken enough to where I think Uber. Apparently the U in Uber stands for unemployed. You know, unemployed but extremely reliable. That's what it is. I every I'm so jaded. I'm so jaded. Every single time when I see a gray Toyota Prius or a gray Corolla, 
I instantly think it's my ride. I'm standing on a street corner. It does a dead stop. I go, oh, here's my ride. I open up the passenger side door. I see a kid in there. I'm like, oh, we're splitting the fare. <laughs> the driver's yelling, get out. I'm yelling out. There goes your five stars. My rating, my passenger rings are 4.2. What am I not doing right? You know, what am I not getting the car right? Should I offer my driver a beverage before he drives me to my destination? I don't like that. Went out to Baltimore. Baltimore is like if Detroit and Hayward shared the same zip code. That's kind of what Baltimore looks like. You know, you get greeted by sirens, helicopters, and just homelessness. Nothing about homeless people. It's like, welcome to Baltimore, bitch. Can I have $5? That's kind of what you get out there. It's a little rough. I uh, went out to D.C. Went out to D.C. I was like, it's beautiful. I saw the monuments and memorials. Did not know what I was looking at. I wish I said a little bit harder in school. I was the exact opposite of Nicolas Cage in National Treasure. You know, it's like I had to take pictures and go, Siri, what is this? What is this? What am I looking at? Oh, it's the White House. Home with a 33% approval rating. Okay. All right. That was a bit rough. I flew Delta. Anybody fly Delta? No, you're just you're looking like you're in pain. No. Delta, it's gotten better. It's gotten better. It's a little, it's swanky. It's swanky, but it's not as sexy as Virgin America. Like, Virgin is sexy. You guys know about Virgin? You can actually message people, anybody on the plane. Like, when you see a cute girl in, like, 15B, you could message her and send her a drink. It's a lot like Tinder in the sky, right? And if she doesn't respond, you get to, like, walk right up to her and go, hey, how come? Because she's not going anywhere, right? <laughs> so, Yeah. I guess all flight attendants, they're just comics, right? Like, do they, are they all just failed comics? Do they have to come with all these jokes? I don't know. I don't get that. I wish they would say stuff like the unwritten rules of flight. You know, like, I, that's, I, I believe it. Like, I had the middle seat. Do you guys know about the middle seat? Two armrest. You always get two armrests. Like, they should just go, all right, if you get the window, you get, to, you get the view of the world. You get to kind of go, go eh, you could do that. That's all you. You get one armrest. That could be a dick. Nobody's going to see anything. If you're in the, the aisle seat, it's because you got a weak bladder. We know that. You get that. Get one armrest. Middle seat, you get two. You get two because you're just kind of in the bitch. You know, you're just kind of in the middle. Who I, I sat next to this girl that had 14 years old. 14 years old, she had the window seat. And she sat down with like, she was like man-spreading, riding both both armrests. Like she was like on the throne of Game of Thrones. She was just kind of sitting there. Like, what is this? You're 14 years old and you're just pimping it. I had to, I had to, I did not want to, but I, oh. <sighs> that was rough. I don't know. We got to watch stuff. I've been uh, doing a lot of Netflix. You guys Netflix? Did you guys see that Netflix went up an extra dollar? So for an extra dollar, get to Netflix and chill. Or for a dollar less, you can just chill. That's all it is. Watching stuff like uh, O.J. Simpson Made in America. You don't have to watch all 10 hours of it. He seems pretty guilty. He seems pretty guilty. Yeah, O.J. was framed. Yeah, O.J. framed O.J. That's who framed O.J. The most incriminating thing you could possibly do is you write a book. And you title it, If I Did It. And be sure I had a book that says, oh, no, I didn't, right? Chapter one, hell no. Chapter two, white girls. Chapter three, just, ah, that's, I do that. 
saw Fast and Furious 8. I didn't see it, but I saw the uh, the option for it. Fast and Furious, there's eight of them. Eight of them. Eight. You think Paul Walker just goes right as whip? Uh, too soon. Saw another one. I saw a documentary about homeless people in Central Park called The Revenant. You guys see that? It felt like a, just a three-hour commercial, you know, for, uh, for ChapStick. Leo, just lick your lips. Just, gonna, just do that. Just do that once in a while. I was really, just, ugh, that was something. Did you guys see that Starbucks is now serving beer? What? Starbucks is not, it's called an IPA cloud. IPA cloud. It's just coffee, beer, coffee, beer. It's like Starbucks just wants to own my bladder. That's all they want to do, right? Just coffee, beer, co free Wi-Fi. That's what they have out there. So I was there Friday. I had to check it out. I was like, can I get an IPA cloud to go? They go, no, no, no. You have to drink it here. I go, why? Do I want to get my swerve on? They go, no, no, no. We just want to witness what loneliness looks like. <laughs> Getting drunk at a Starbucks on a Friday night is the loneliest thing possible. It's really the fourth. Like one is Facebooking. Two is online dating. Three, perving over Asian women. Four is getting drunk at a Starbucks on a Friday night. And then I did the fifth thing, which is to go soap up at Taco Bell. Taco Bell loosely translates to table for one. That's what it is. Notice the same people that eat at Taco Bell eat at McDonald's. Last time I was there, there was this old cranky grandfather. He stood in line and he goes, give me a senior coffee and what is the name of your cheapest hamburger? So the cashier tells him and he repeats himself. Then she repeats herself. Then he goes, do you speak English? I was like, oh, this is going to go down. This is going down. I didn't say anything. I'm a scared little bitch. I just kind of stayed back here. Then she stood. This is what she said. She goes, actually, sir, I speak three languages. English happens to be one of them. I'm like, ah, oh, good for you. Stood up for yourself. Like, what's he going to say to me? Because she looks more American than I do. Then I thought about it. I was like, wait a minute. I'm more American. Because I know the name of the cheapest hamburger at McDonald's, which is Hamburger. I was like, wait a moment, he's more American. Because he just walked into the establishment that sold over 8 billion hamburgers. I mean, just all feel like immigrants. It's like, no, I'm more American. Because I didn't do anything. I just went home and I blogged about it. That's all I did, so. That was a bit rough. I'm not a good guy. Not a good guy. Not a good guy. I'm, this is what I did the other day. I ran over a squirrel. And I went, yes, finally got one. That's what I said. I was like, try to make me swerve, I'll make you a speed bump. That's what I said. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. Don't, if you're going to attempt squirrel suicide, commit. You got to commit. Don't, <laughs> don't give me that, you know. Before that thump, I heard him go nuts. That's all he said. <laughs> yeah. Not a good guy. I'm not a good guy. I'm getting old. I, this is when you know you're getting old. You know you're getting old when you can't keep up with kids and you just don't care. <laughs> you just don't care about it. Did a show and they went, hey, um, do you have Venmo? I was like, no. And they go, how are we supposed to pay you? I said, cash. You know, just good old little rectangle green papers that uh, people used to do cocaine off of. That's Give me one of those things. They're like, yeah, we can't do that. That's how I know I'm getting old. Afraid of artificial intelligence. That scares the shit out of me. Did you guys see that Facebook had to shut down their... Because they, they, they started talking to themselves in a whole new language that nobody understood. They had to shut it down like, oh, this is that scares the shit out of me. Well, anyway, let's talk about something else. <laughs> you guys, you guys ever wonder if Asians are racist? No? 
Yeah, they are. I'm I'm playing in the softball tournament. It's called Asians and Pacific Islanders only keep Whitey out because you still have women's softball tournament. That's the most racist thing you could possibly do is just call your softball tournament that. This is what I have to hear in my dugout because we have to keep it on score. Who's on first? Who? Who? Who's on first? Who? 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 No, I'm asking who. Here, I'm telling you who. Who's on first? That's what I have to hear in my dugout. Something I'll, you'll never hear me complain about is when they go, all you guys look alike. I'll never complain about this. This is why. One of us hits a home run. It goes out into the parking lot in a shattered car window. <laughs> Two kids came out, like flat brim hat, leather, baggy shirts, walking around. They look like the DJ on a Tuesday night. These two kids came out and they go, who did this? Who did this? I go, who's on second? That's what, it, yeah. It's middle school. Softball is a very middle school type of thing. Like it's, it's just, it's high school gym class heroes. That just never elevated. Team names. These are the team names I played on. Balls deep. We've got runs. Sons of pitches. These are the team names I played against. Balls out. Master batters. Pitch be crazy. Those are the team names I played against. I play a lot. I, w I was warming up with the team, and I told him about this team I got picked up in in San Francisco. And he went, hey, isn't that that, that gay league out there? I was like, oh, I never really thought about it. It could be. Like the guy who did ask me is very polite, and he does like Twizzlers, so there is a chance it might be. But I wasn't sure. Do you guys know about this league out in San Francisco? There is a gay league out there. Too many straights were playing in this league. Too many straights were playing in this league to where the, they, the gays sued the city and they came to an agreement. It's got to be 70% gay, 30% straight. That's the minimum. That's the 70-30 split. It's like, okay, I'm going to check this out. I'm not too sure. Look, I'm going to look for clues. I don't know what's going on. I'm going to look for like glitter bats. I'm going to look for stuff, short shorts. I'm looking for all that. And we lost. We lost 26 to nothing. 26 to nothing. Then my teammates went, hey, Kevin, we like you. Would you like to play with us next week? I went, sure. What's your guys' team name? I'll look it up online. I'll see what I can, you know, the schedules. And they went, nine-inch males. <laughs> I was like, ah, then why am I on the team? <laughs> am I the 70 or am I the 30? I don't get why I'm supposed to be here. Do you see me throw on running kind of funny? I don't know why I'm on this team. I like it. it I like it because it's competitive. It's a very competitive league. I like it. There's big clues I, I kind of miss. I see it now. Like when we lost, the umpire went, good game, bitches. I was like, okay, that's a good one. One of our right fielders, he made a good play. And our center fielder went, ah, you look cute out there. That is proper. I did not know all this. I bond over with them. Like we, I tell them about places I like to eat at. I go, yeah, I like the place. I'll, there's a burger joint I like. You guys should check it out. It's called Five Guys. I like the taste of Five Guys. I'm like, ah. Let's do okay, yeah. It's not a real burger joint because they don't serve shakes, but they do have nuts. I was like, yeah, I like having five guys nuts in my mouth. Just ah, uh. <laughs> yeah. Um, single. You know, I'm single, and I, I, I don't think I can date because I still think I'm right sometimes. You know, I still like I don't think she's right all the time. I still think I'm right once in a while. Like, dating me, that's a bad decision. I kind of know that. Last girlfriend, last girlfriend I had. 
advice. I know it's only been six months. Advice, other guys, just let you know. I regret doing this. I regret doing this. Okay, so she got a haircut. Are you guys familiar with the A-line haircut? It's supposed to look like the capillary A from the back. It's just like, it's like short and just elephant tusks in the front, you know? It looks like Magneto's helmet. That's kind of what it looks like. So she got one of these things. I go, oh, nice haircut. Nice to see you. I know that's pretty cool. Then she went and got something out of the fridge, and I saw the back part. Now, just this part right here was dyed brown, like a square. It's like they took a hamster and just kind of wedged it in the back of her head. Or a hamster just like holding on for dear life in the back of her head. So I regret saying this. I said, what happened? What happened? I knew it was going to be a fight. I knew it was going to be a fight. It got cold. I hear four-legged animals scamper. Sun goes down. Like, oh, yeah, it's going down. And I try to sucker punch her. So this is what I said, and I regret saying this. Don't do this. I said, you're acting like a C. Just a letter. Just a letter. Dude, it rained for 10 days. It rained for 10 days. Her friends knew about it. When they saw me, they say stuff like, nice to see you. They say stuff like that. We'll go out to eat, Chinese. They, want, they go, hey, Kevin, you want a fork? Want some sea hop sticks? I was like, okay, I get it. I get it. This is what I learned. When you're dating an Asian, you can't call them anything less than an A minus. I'm not much of a payoff. I feel like I lost you. Yeah. Yep, it's, it's very dishonorable. That's kind of what happens. Yeah. Did you see that there's a female waxing salon out there? There's a female waxing salon out there. Are you, do you know about this, Jasmine? Yeah. It's called Lunchbox. <laughs> Lunchbox. Makes me want to call my place sack lunch, right? That's <laughs> <laughs> if you're over 60, I'd call that sandbox. If you're under two, juice box. Well, looking to put a stamp on, I call that a mailbox, you know? It gets a little bit weird. I don't know. Where are you guys uh, living? Oh, that you're out in the city. What about you? Are you in the city too? Where? Mars. Where's Mars? The planet? I have, but you know, a long way for comedy. Very long way for comedy. What about you, sir? Mission. I'm out in Hayward. Yeah, Hayward. I, I yelped it. Two stars. Two stars. I was like, generous. That's just generous, you know. There's a perfectly good state college out there. They decided to change the name of the Cal State East, but you know why? Because nobody wants the word Hayward written on a diploma. That's the reason why. I, I've been there for two years. I can't say I live there. I just say I moved there. It's been two years. You know you're so Hayward when there's a cop shootout on this side of the street, and you still do a U-turn parked across an active crime scene. Because you're in the mood for bubble tea, you know. <laughs> I did that. Name of that bar with the shootouts called Why Not? More like Why, right? But it's a Mexican bar, so it's more like just K. That's what. <laughs> let's call it a K place. How is Mars? Do you enjoy living on Mars? Do you have roommates? No. That's what I found out about DC. Like, so I noticed that if you could. Like San Francisco and D.C., like D.C., if you, there's always these big cities. There's the uh, the other option, like the higher crime rate, or lower rent type of places, right? Like D.C., that's Baltimore. San Francisco, it's Sacramento, you know? 
your commute could be an hour and a half, but you do get live, you do get to live in a house with no roommates. It's a little bit different out there. Anybody gonna watch the fight, the Conor McGregor Floyd Mayweather fight? You are. Who do you think is gonna win? Yeah. <laughs> Who? Most Trump America, yeah, but who's winning? Forty nine and oh. Forty nine and oh. Yeah. It, how does Trump in uh, end, end this fight? I don't get how Trump. He's not fighting. He's not fighting. It's a fight. Anything is possible in a fight. Anything. Like you saw, he took out Aldo in like five seconds, right? I'm going to go with Conor McGregor. You know why? Because he's got an Ed Hardy t shirt tattooed on his chest. You know, it's like, like he just kind of went to a store. He goes, hey, do you guys sell these shirts anymore? And they went, no, it's been discontinued. He goes, oh, crikey. I want that douchey shirt. Where is your nearest tattoo parlor? And he just got it tattooed on his chest. That's how ballsy he is. I just, even Trump or no Trump, I still think he's going to, I'm going to have to root for him because that's ballsy. Like Floyd Mayweather, no tattoos. There's no t-shirts on his chest. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And you guys have been fun. I Thank you. Thank you guys for coming out. Are you a Giants fan? Yeah. Tough season. Yeah. Very tough. I, I love them. You know you know what I like? I think that the Giants have the best looking guys on the team. They do. They do. Like Buster Posey, Buster Posey. Buster Posey is so good looking, even lesbians go, ooh, who is that? That's how good looking he is, you know? But um I don't know about Hunter Pence, looks a little bit weird. A little bit weird. Well, I'm getting old. Out in Hayward. Man, yeah, it's weird. I a little bit about me. I am first generation. I'm first generation, which that means that I do a pretty good impression of being a white guy. You know, I sound like this, sound like this, but I still have to hear bad Asian, uh, bad Asian driver jokes, even though I Uber. Do you guys ever get stuck behind a slow car, and when you get around and just kind of like do that mean dog thing, go Arr, do that, just go. Arr. You guys ever do that? I did that once when I saw my dad. <laughs> I was like, yo, just tint your windows, tint your windows. All right, that's my time. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Pam. Let's do this again. Kevin Wong, everybody. Hooray. Thank you guys so much for being here at Pam Tessick's Comedy Clubhouse. It's every Friday from 8 to 10. And uh, next week, the uh, theme is the dirt bags of comedy. So uh, Zach Wiseman is one of those dirt bags. He's going to be on the show next week. And uh, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, come back all the time. Thank you again, um, everyone who performed. Cole S. Sexton, Jasmine Washington, Kevin Wong, Zach Wiseman. I've been your host, Pam Benjamin. Good night, everybody. Yay! <laughs>
Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Want to spend a summer Sunday laughing your cares away? Then come join the fun at San Francisco's Comedy Day. One stage, five hours, 40 comedians, a million laughs, and it's free. Besides our annual celebration of stand-up, did you know that Comedy Day offers workshops that teach Bay Area students how to use humor to resolve conflict? Comedy Day is so serious about ending bullying, it's banning all comedians from using the following phrases. Knee slapping, side splitting, break a leg, bust a gut, knock them dead. Those words hurt. But Comedy Day feels good. It's fun for the whole family. Did I mention it's free? Hey, comedy fans, don't miss the 37th Annual Comedy Day, the original longest-running free outdoor comedy concert in the world. The funny starts at noon on Sunday, September 17th at Sharon Meadow in Golden Gate Park, San Francisco. One stage, five hours, 40 comedians, a million laughs. It's free! (laughs) Thank <laughs> you. 
Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Well, hey there, San Francisco. If you're looking for some delicious late night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find counter offer, and my offering you amazing late night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit, it's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini, and creamy delicious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They get them! And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads gonna come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Brenda's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son! Anything you try has already been done before, and there's nothing really you can do about it. So remember to avoid taking risks and to whisper into feathers together in the dark. It's the right thing to do, and viewers like you. When the circus is in town, it's time for a train ride. The best circus town train rides are the dependable ones that'll depart and arrive on time. The ones that'll take you from clown to trapeze quad to elephant, see? I'll come on the train with the circus promise. It's intense.
Listen to Shaggy's Soul Shakedown Party tonight. Alright folks, as you know, as you know, Shaggy's Soul Shakedown is every Thursday. Every Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. here on mutinyradio.fm. What's with the limp? I got hit by a car on my bike. This person just ran a red light. How are you going to work? You wait tables. I don't know. I'm terrified. I count on my tips and these hospital bills are confusing. The insurance adjusters just treat me like I'm a piece of paperwork. Man, you should go to johnstrausslaw.com. John Strauss is a great personal injury attorney. When I got hurt, he handled everything for me. He was on my side. And best of all, I didn't have to pay out of pocket. He got paid when I did. That's great because I cannot afford to pay out of pocket. Yeah, don't let them confuse you and trick you. They treat you like you're a business. It's not business. It's personal. Injury. JohnStraussLaw.com Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutinyradio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs>
Hi, welcome to Unleash the Rain. It is a beautiful Tuesday here in San Francisco. We're coming to you live from mutinyradio.fm in the mission. And uh, I'm, I'm it is a live. nice... I'm not really live live. Like I'm well, half live. You're never all live because I don't think anybody can handle that. You can't handle the truth. You can't handle the Vincent. I can't handle I the Vincent. I beg your pardon. That's a great movie. Uh, what is that movie called? What, what's that movie? Uh, uh, one Good Man. Few no. Good Men. Huh? A Few Good Men. A Few Good Men. Yeah, that's a great movie. Even uh, though I'm not a big Tom Cruise fan. Who do you think they were referring to? Tom Cruise? Kevin Bacon? I love Kevin Bacon. Uh, not a Tom Cruise fan, but whatever. What are you going to do? He got, well, A Few Good Men. So I'm assuming that one of those three, or two of those three are good. But well, it wasn't Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jack Nicholson. What? Right, he was great Jack in that. Nicholson. You can't handle the truth. You can't handle the truth. That was a great movie. Anyway, uh, so uh, we are coming to you live from mutinyradio.fm. I said that before, but we got distracted. You, if you want to re- call us, go ahead and give us a call at 415-550-0511. And we, uh, if you want to come down... 315-7217 is our... Okay, sure. Why not? Uh-huh. If you want to get a hold of us, uh, you can reach us at fa- on Facebook at Unleash the Rain and on Twitter at Unleash Unleash the Rain, or you can email me, Stacy at UnleashTheRain.com, uh, or my my fine co-host, Vincent, and you can um, email him at uh, Vincent, Vincent at UnleashTheRain.com. I was, I know, but I know, I was going to tell you that those are my headsets that I gave you, because I didn't know if you brought yours, so just so you know, those are mine. They're not great, so you, I mean... So anyway, I, I, I was just—I I was—he was—he was unplugging the headsets I plugged in for him. Once, um, once upon a time, I was really nice. Really hot chick, and she bought me these for. Yes, this. I did buy you those for Christmas. I'm not a hot chick, but I don't—I don't, I don't I know. God, that was you. That was me. When we started the radio show, remember? I thought it was way Pam. back when. For some reason, I thought it was Pam. It was way back when we started the radio station. It was like almost a year and a half ago. Yes. I know. Then when we started the radio station, then we hired Pam. Yes. Yeah. What do you mean we hired? We never hired Pam. Pam hired us. Uh, Pam. I was, I Pam was, trained us. <laughs> I got trained on the on the new board you know, too. You know, the new old board. Pam as well as I do. If you had just not said anything, she would have believed it. Oh, okay. She can't remember that far back. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't hit my thing. Um, and so, if you ever want to come down and check out the space, uh, we're we're here every Tuesday from four to six p.m. Pacific, so you can listen live, um, or you can come down and visit us and bring us pie. And we're located at twenty-seven eighty-one Twenty-first Street in the Mission in San Francisco, and that's Mission in Florida. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, Unleash the Rain is really about um, helping organizations leverage technology to increase revenue and reduce expenses and our goal is really to help people you know free up their time uh so that they can focus on their passion whether their passion is inside their business or out and um what what did you what are you looking for my gun okay i forgot my gun okay you don't carry a gun i do i have been for the last three shows why you don't carry a gun stop it you're scaring me now i had a ray gun Okay. Oh, I could make the ray gun sound. Yes. I, so, are you talking? So, you have sound effects. This is great. Well, there's. Oh, geez. Okay, fine. 
Okay. Anyway. One uh, of those little kidlets stole it. <laughs> it's okay. Probably also I have a ray gun. Pam is Pam is awesome. station manager. Yes, yes station manager. Twice. And she has a show on Friday nights that's from 8 to 11. 8 to 10. 8 to 10. Pamtastic's comedy showcase. Uh, Clubhouse. Yeah. It's a clubhouse. She recently she lost. And tonight, uh, tonight, two ounces. You didn't you lose two ounces when you? Of marijuana? No, no you yeah. chopped your finger off. <laughs> you chopped your finger off. Yes. <laughs> hey, absolutely. Yeah. Good. You're up. Yeah. You're up. Yeah, I, I uh, was making chicken last night here for joke workshop for the comedians, and no good good deed goes unpunished, and I chopped off the top of my finger oh. with uh, poultry shears. I just <gasps> snipped it right off. So, Dude. Yeah, I was going to go get stitches, but like then it was right underneath. Like I, I bite my nails, so I don't have any... If I would have, if I would have had nails, if I wouldn't have bitten my nails like a little neurotic freak, the the scissors would have gone into the nail and it wouldn't have been a big deal. But oh. because I don't have any nails, it just sliced like right in really deeply, and uh, and I decided not to get stitches because it's so close to where the nail is. I'm like, where are they gonna hook it in? Like, where are they gonna? How are they gonna stitch this? So I just they, ha- they probably they probably would have glued it. Oh, you yeah, skin glued I, it. I glued so it. it's fine. Because I didn't want to go spend five hours in the. ER. ER. Probably more with for that. And yeah. Right. And if I just, I just put super glue on it. So cool. Did you actually use real super glue? Yeah. Just that's what super glue was invented for in World War II is for, um, right. Why do I go to CVS and pay three times as much for the fancy skin? Because it doesn't hurt as much. Oh, because the, um, Staples are the worst. Oh, God. They're cheaper. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Well, this was too small for staples, too. I mean, I have tiny fingers, but so just a little, uh, just a little crazy glue. It hurts like crazy, <laughs> but then it's, um, and then everything's fine. It's got, I'm going to live. That's cray cray. Not going to bleed out. Hey, but uh, tell them where you are tonight. Uh, actually, I'm babysitting tonight. Oh, you're not doing so brainwash? Oh, so no, next next Tuesday, Next, Tuesday. next Tuesday. Yeah, next, Tell people next, next Tuesday, Tuesday you'll be... At the Brainwash Cafe. Uh, it's I the host Mutiny Radio takeover. takeover of Brainwash. And so it's actually going to be a really fun showcase with... Um, it's an open mic showcase sandwich. So it's open mic showcase, open mic. And it has uh, Clay Newman and Stephanie Silverman, two of my favorite comedians. And then someone else named Alex Davenport uh, all the way out of L.A. But whenever these L.A. kids come up, they always contact me and I put them on shows. So. Well, that's nice. And Brainwash is located at 1122 Folsom Street in San Francisco. Yeah, 7th and Folsom. If you get there before 7 o'clock, uh, they have cheap beers. The, and so, good food. Yeah, yeah. Really, really good, good food. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. great salads and stuff. I, I never eat salads because I like, I like fries and uh, burgers. Yeah, me too. But, and laundry. Uh, and, and yeah, you can do your laundry. You can, you can bring your laundry. laundry yeah. And you can listen to comedy. It's all in one kind and of And have Wi-Fi. So, yeah. yeah. And, and and it's a, the Mutiny Radio takeover. Uh, and we come like on it. out, guys, next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Pam. Woo! Woo yay! Uh, so. so, yes. No, so we it's you know it it's the last Tuesday of the month. It is the last Tuesday of the month. So our topic for today is the enlightened entrepreneur. Yes. Um, which we're going to talk about uh, as soon as we get to that part of the show. So. And that's the enlightened entrepreneur is really about how to take care of yourself. So if you're running a business or starting a business or you're um, in management or you're even an employee, really, you're not really giving your best if you're not taking care of yourself. And it's one of the, th- of the pillars, I think, of um, good stewardship of your career and or your company. And I personally am very enlightened recently lost losing 95 pounds yes you know in, i in need to lose weight uh-huh is that a reference to me 
If I lost you? Yeah. I tried to lose you. Can't I tried wait. to lose you twice today. <laughs> I ditched you in the BART station, and there you were on the train. Yes. And then I ditched you at the cafe, and then here you showed up at the radio station. Yes. yes. Jeez. Kind of. So it's in like some you're ways following I'm not me or something. In other ways, I'm a puppy. You're a puppy. Yeah. Um, okay, so this week I'm very... We'll talk about that today, by the way. We will. We're going we're yep. to bring up an interesting in, uh, incident that happened today. Oh, you want to talk about that? I, I want to make okay. an example. Wow, you're going to be super vulnerable. That's awesome. I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I will try not to be too much of a bitch about it. How are you going to do that? Nice. So I'm super excited this week. Uh, tomorrow. Have a plan going in. Yeah, no. All right, anyway. Tomorrow. Uh, so before I get into the latest news, any news tidbits I want to bring up, uh, tomorrow I'm really excited. Um, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of this week, I'm going to Zoho, the corporate headquarters for Zoho. Not a good place to lose weight. Uh, not a bad place, actually, though. Mm-hmm. They actually have a lot of salads and vegetables. But anyway, can I, can I actually speak or are you going to interrupt everything I say and talk about food? It's because we haven't eaten and we're going to talk about that later. And that's going to be, <laughs> that's why I'm bitchy. Yes. Um, anyway, I digress. Uh, so um, Zoho Corporation has several different products, right? One of them is Zoho CRM that we talk about. They have a lot of sales and marketing stuff. And they also have this product called Creator. Mm-hmm. And then they for Creator, which is Creator's an app that lets you easily build applications and not have to know code. And the scripting language that they use is a scripting language they created called Deluge. Mm -hmm. And using Deluge and Creator, you can create all kinds of apps. So for, and so they have a conference every year around uh, Creator, and it's called the Developer Conference, and it is April 27th, 28th, and 29th. And it's being held in Pleasanton, as I said. I'll go ahead and put the link to register on our website. If people want to register, um, uh, you can go for all three days. The first two days are a, a, a hands-on workshop where you're, we're actually going to, they're going to take people through how to create an actual application from scratch. And you can either sign up for a trial account of Creator or you can use a demo account that they're going to give people. Um, so that's 99 bucks for those two days and it's hands-on. Or you can sign up for the third day, which is basically the uh, an overview of, of Creator and the kinds of things you can do with it. So it's sort of like, here's how to do it and then here's what you what you can how you can make it fly um, so if you just want to come and get information about how you might want to use it um, I'm, I've invited some of my customers to come on the third day to just learn about creator um, so that if they want to build any custom apps of course I'm I'm a creator certified developer so um, I can build them for you or you can come all three days and learn how to build them and then learn how to make it fly C- and custom apps for apps for like I- iPhones well yeah. like you, you an actually app like that? Yeah. it, it can can be it's you, they're web-based um, well there's three options so you can create an application that can do anything like like a, a ten, like the one we're gonna do in the workshop is actually attendee management for events okay and then you can turn that into a mobile app oh, for see. tablets and, and and smartphones and you can also if you are some super secret company and you want to create the application and then you don't want to have it hosted on the web in the cloud for some reason maybe it has like you know super secret stuff on it like people's financial information or whatever, sure. you can actually create an offline version and then store it on your own server, which is new last year. My question is, like, let's say I wanted to create a mutiny radio app. Mm-hmm. 
would I be able to go to this conference for $99 and do a hands-on, like, I'm going to build an app that you buy for 99 cents and then you can stream Mutiny Radio all the time and get podcasts and... No. No. I'm going to say no, that this conference won't do that for you. So it's not like an app app. It's like, uh, it's like you said, it's more website-based and like tricks, tricks on your web. Page. No, it's uh, it's it, it's middleware. So it, so there's uh, that's a term. So basically, it allows you to interface with something else. In other words, if 